everyone, today is December 19th, 2020. This is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. I have a bunch of topics to talk about this week. Uh, a lot of scattered topics. Uh, esports, there's a new development in esports and that directly has to do with Axel Brody's dual skill. So that has really shook up the meta. We have not really a new meta, but it's a new deck, an old deck refined for the new meta. That's come into place. We'll go back to Axel Brody's, uh, Brody's dual skills, which we did not discuss last time. Of course, one of them has made a huge impact. A few new events this week. We have the first appearance of Kite Tenjo. It's not an acquisition event by any means, but a roaming duelist event. So the cards are not guaranteed. So we have two new cards there, one worth it, one not. Leo and Luna's dual carnival for the millionth time again. A new set of cards, three cards in a set. That makes it interesting, but whether they're good or not, we don't know. And also, new card from Tour Guide Bingo, and also pick a gift campaign. The penultimate uh, episode of the year, I believe. Next week, with 26. So, this penultimate episode, maybe I'll have something planned for next week uh, when we do have the last episode of the year. My week in the dual world. Honestly, very uneventful. Uh, time has been... I've been in a funk for pretty much half a year, I would say. When I um, started going back to work again. Um, sleep schedule's just weird. and Been in a funk. Um, and I haven't been playing much. I was in Legend 3 earlier, but due to a series of mistakes or... Entering the wrong duels when I thought they were um, dual carnival duels. I went back to Legend One, so from Le- Legend Three to Legend One. If I if I honestly just put in the time and played Noble Knights, I would get back to where I was and maybe even beyond. But um, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go recently, and that's been taking out my time. Um, so yeah. Let me know if you want to be my friend in that game. I send gifts all the time. I'm from New York, so a lot of gifts in that game. But in Duel Links, no. Um, just doing the events right now. Playing some ranked. Um, trying to get back to where I was, but it's not at a priority at this moment. Okay, so this week in esports, going back to the uh, Duel Links meta MCS37, which happened, this brought upon the deck um, that shaped up the future tournaments this week so first place Shao's fire reload invoked neos so fire reload is a skill i'll talk about later some more but if you have fire pyro monsters in your hand you return them all to your hand and shuffle so it's like a reload then you draw the same number of cards return to the deck it's going to be used once per duel so this goes along very well with the volcanic shell which is a fire pyro no other card in this deck is a fire pyro but what we're seeing invoked now that it has come back is spiritual beast tamer wind the three copies of this card is almost in every single deck so wind of floating has become a play um pretty much is like a ur mini box card so you have to buy through a lot of these it's good to use a, a ticket on her too but um, i'm not sure what else is in that box besides the ritual beasts i'm sure there's something else that's decent I forget, but 
um, you know, you've got the because the invoked was nerfed and the cards are reduced. There's space for other things. So, two Alistair and one invocation. That's the limit three right there. Then they drop in the uh, Neos Fusion and the limit two. So two copies of Neos Fusion and Elemental Hero Neos, and then just the trap cards again. Ballista Squad, two Phoenix Chain, two Paleozo Canada, three Karma Cuts. Second place, Haru Sorcery Conduit Invoked Roid. So here's another Invoked deck and Roids. You can tell, you could tell the different decks apart. Roids are big. This is a 30 card deck. Um, that deck, you've got, in addition to the three Windows, you've got three Sangens. So this helps you search for more things. Two Kite Roid in the semi-limit. They have a Rescue Roid for an extra Fire Roid. And then three Badland Boxer Veil. This is the winner of the last boxes. An R card. Helps you stall, heal, it's fire, so it works for the Purgatrio. Three Megaroid Cities and a lot of trap cards. Three Ballista Squad, three Phoenix Chain, three Floodgate, three Paleozo Canadia. You're going to expect the um, Roid deck to be a 30 card deck. We're facing Yugi. Someone with a related skill, it's going to be Roids. Up for Dimitri level reduction black wings. This card, this deck notably runs a black wing I've never seen before, and this is Tornado, the reverse wind, which is a level four. Normal summon it. Your opponent controls a special summoned monster. You can target a black wing tuner and you can bring it back. So that works for the Gale, Gale the Whirlwind. Um, you get Gale's effect off to hit someone for half, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm surprised it took so long for this card to see some play, but I guess it took changes in the meta to do it. This deck also runs Heat Wave. Top 4, Me Maker, Fire Reload, Invoked Hero. This is more of a hero deck than a, um, than a Neos Fusion deck, but it does run Neos Fusion. Three cop- just, this deck notably doesn't have Winda. I mentioned every single deck before had Winda. This one runs three copies of Elemental Hero Stratus, one Elemental Hero Heat, in addition to three volcanic shells, Hero Heat is interesting because she's also a, um, I mean, he's also a fire pyro, so it works towards the fire reload, increases the consistency of that uh, with the volcanic shells. And this deck also runs, you know, like every invoke deck, all those trap cards: Ballista Squad, two Phoenix Chain, three Karma Cuts, and two Ultimate Providence. So you see the top four. There is no um, Esperado deck. Let's go to the Potato Cup number 6. First place, Saeed. See you later, later uh, Lightsworn. The pure Lightsworn deck. Uh, three Chaos Dragon, Levineer. One Zephyros. One Glow Bulb. Three Sphere Kribo. Three Raiden. Three Illumina. One Bacon Saver. One Minerva. Two Charge of Light Brigade. One Monster Reincarnation. One Melody of Awakening Dragon. Three Solar Recharge. Basically, this relies on the power of Chaos Dragon, Levineer. Multiple ways to bounce back with See You Later skill, uh, Zephyros the Elite, and Monster Reincarnation. Second place, Darwin Invoked, Destiny Draw Invoked Neos. So this is a very variegated deck. In terms of the monsters, um, it's one Alistair and two Invocation. So usually you see two Alistair, one Invocation. Three Winda, one Keeper of Dragon Magic, one Sinister Serpent, two Volcanic Shells, and one Elemental Hero Neos. So, less consistency on the Fire Reload here. Um, they run Sinister Serpent, which is interesting because 
Invoke decks don't have any water attribute anymore with Coxitis getting banned, which is interesting. So I don't really know why they run the Sinister Serpent. Top four. Yeah, top four Ghost Spell Specialist Light Sworn Thundering. And this deck is a complete mess here. Um, you got Thunder Dragons, you've got Light Sworn, you've got Chaos Dragons, you've got Tech Cards. So let's just sort it out. Thunder Dragons, three Dragon Hawk. Two Dragon Dark, one Dragon Duo, two Dragon Roar, Card of the Soul, I guess, is for it. Uh, Chaos Cards, three Chaos Dragon, Levianir, uh, Chaos Hunter doesn't count, three Raiden, one Raiko, two Charge of Light Brigade, one Solar Recharge, one Melody of Awakening Dragon, uh, Monster Gate for Milling. And then it's a lot of tech cards. One Chaos Hunter, two Artifact Lancia, one Didi Crow, two Glow Bulb, three Seer Karibos. Really messy deck. Top four, Disconnected, Fire Reload, Invoked Neos. This is pretty much a, if you want to copy a um, Invoked Neos deck, this could be it. Two Alistair, one Invocation, three Winda, one Keeper of Dragon Magic, three Volcanic Shell, one Neos, one Neos Fusion, two Phoenix Chain, two Floodgate, two Karma Cut, two Ultimate Providence. Alright, Duel Links Meta Weekly number 155. First place, Felipe, Balance Weather Painters. This is a deck that I predicted would get better because it does rely on the rank 3 XC summons. And as long so as long as we get more and more rank 3 XC summons, this deck isn't going anywhere. So um three weather painter snow, one sun. 3 Thunder, 1 Cloud, 2 Valhalla, 3 Snowy Canvas, 2 Cloudy Canvas, 2 Raigeki Break, 2 Rainbow Life, 2 Thundery Canvas, and 3 Hallowed Life Barrier. Second place, Ryu Zane, Master of Destiny, Desperado. Desperado's back. Can it stand the tier list? We don't know for how long. This deck has a heavier machine focus, you notice here. Um, almost all the cards are machines besides Misjudge. 3 Desperado, Barrel Dragon, 2 Machina Fortress, 2 Twin Barrel Dragon, 1 Blowback Dragon, 1 BM4, 1 Machina Gearframe, and the Misjudge, 2 Cup of Ace, 1 Fiend Comedian, 1 Head Judging, 2 Karma Cut, 3 Super Team, Buddy Force United. Blowback's interesting. It's a card I don't think I've ever seen get played. Um, when the time was released, it wasn't good enough already. Top four, Choo Choo, um, Sorcery Conduit, Invoked Roid. Like I said, this is the 30-card deck you would expect. Uh, pretty much the same formula as the one I mentioned before. And top four, Famous so- Famoso Who, Weather Painters, Balance. Yep, same deck. Um, it's on the rise. Weather Painter's Sun seems to be more of an option than a core card, based on this deck not having it. Alright, so based on those, the tournament scene, they've revised the tier list. Desperado is still clinging on to tier 1, but I feel like it's going to get knocked off next week. Invoked Neos has shot up to tier 2. Back from the dead with Fire Reload, Winda, and it comes in many different forms, so it's hard to say what it is. Invoked Roid could also crack the tier list, because it is a separate deck. Invoked Hero Neos could be a thing. Noble Knights are still here in Ritual Beasts. 
Tier 3 with Demotion of 3 decks, Black Wings, Cyber Dragons, and Witchcrafters. Didn't really see those decks. Black Wings we saw, but Cyber Dragons and Witchcrafters did not see them in place. Blue Eyes is here as well. And then they also removed Crystrons and Thunder Dragons from the tier list. I fully do expect Weather Painters to pick up some steam. Um, you know, just seeing them do pretty well in these tournaments. Okay, so let's move on to the new events this week. We have Kite Tenjo's event. I fully expect Kite Tenjo to be an obtainable legendary duel. It's probably the next one we get. Um, they usually have stuff where they release them first before we actually get the character. So this could be the first release. Um, that's hard to say what happens we get with the rewards. Like what kind of cards we get in the future. But they only give us two right here. It's possible these are going to be drop events only from this event and not really cards he gives out in the future as level up rewards or other farm rewards. They might reintroduce into the farm, but we'll see. But we got two cards here, UR and SR. UR is number 10 Illuminite. It's a rank 4 Light Warrior. XZs involving 3 level 4 monsters, 2400 attack, 2400 defense. Once per turn, you can detach 1 XZ's material from this card. Send 1 card from your hand to the graveyard if you do. Draw one card. This seems it's a high cost. Three level four monsters. They rarely see, like in an XZ's deck, I mean an extra deck, you have seven slots. It might just take up like one spot on the deck if you're talking about a card with three materials. Sometimes they run Stellar Knight Delteros. That's probably the best, um, Recoster we have right now, but this card might be better. Um, you have three shots to do this. You have three turns where you can detach an Xyz material, send the card from your hand to the graveyard, draw a card. This does this accomplishes a few things. You could kind of pick what you want in your graveyard, so it's free disposal in your hand, um, and then you can draw a card. So. It's it's a pretty good idea here. Um, a lot of chaos cards, for example, can work with the graveyard more than chaos. It's a lot of different archetypes. Would like to put stuff in the graveyard. That's kind of what the meta was for the past year, to be honest, about putting stuff into the graveyard and taking advantage of graveyard interactions. So while picking from the deck, you know, like Shiranui were very good because they disposed of stuff from the deck. But this card lets you you know, pick from the hand, which is second best. And then you can even draw a card. So this can set up a lot of different plays. Um, I mean, the stats aren't Grand's card. Three cards for 2,400. Stellar Knight Delteros is like 26-2. Um, so it wasn't really about playing the card for power, but it's more about setting up plays and gaining advantage. And this card it definitely does that um, well enough. So... Definitely some kind of deck where you have a lot of level 4 monsters. You can swarm them onto the board easily. Playing with graveyard interactions makes me think of chaos decks. Chaos decks do have things like glow up bulb or um, chaos. I keep forgetting this card's name, but the level 6, which banishes stuff in the graveyard, you could special summon it. A lot of different plays, Jet Synchron, like a lot of things you could just toss into the graveyard for a benefit. So I think this sets it up well. 
obviously those cards with their light sworn things, they do it a lot more efficiently, but you know, this could be a card you just have in the XZ's deck. Um for the situation that it requires. So I think this is pretty good in a rank four XZ's deck. Like any consideration for a rank four is pretty good. Now this card, next card is SR Photon Crusher. It's a light warrior level four. 2,000 attack, zero defense. When this card attacks, it's changed to defense at the end of the damage step. Pretty simple card. This is pretty much Goblin Attack Force. 300 less attack than Goblin Attack Force. But then it gets to switch back into attack mode one turn sooner. So Goblin Attack Force is stuck in zero defense for two turns, it seems. This one gets back. But then again, this card's 2,000 attack with a negative ability. We have cards like um, Alexandrite Dragon, I believe, is 2100, and it's a normal monster. So we definitely have 2,000 attackers, like Megalo Smasher X is a 2,000 attacker with no negative ability. So those cards are pretty much a step above Photon Crusher. Pretty bad card, uh, unless the archetype dictates it, where there's like a Photon archetype where... Um, there's some kind of synergy where you have to play this card, but otherwise, this is not a very good card. Alright, let's move on to the next cards that have been released into Duel Links, and that is Leo and Luna's Duel Carnival. Personally, this is one of my least favorite events um, in Duel Links because it forces you to play PvP in this group setting, and some people like to drag out games, and that prevents you from accomplishing your goals. Really, I'm just running into this deck to level, um, running into this event to level up Axel Brody. I'm playing this Light Sworn deck; it's horrible. Um, yeah, I'm just leveling up Axel Brody with a Fire Reload Light Sworn Invoke deck. Pretty bad, but um, we get three new cards here, and they all work in a set, which is interesting, even if the set doesn't work. So. You know, it's a playset for internal synergy. Nice to have. It's a new mechanic, I guess. But whether it's viable, that's a whole different story. So let's start from the beginning. Burning Skull Head is an SR. Uh, level 3 Fire Zombie, 1000 attack, 800 defense. When this is special summoned from your hand, inflict 500 damage to your opponent. You can remove from play this face-up card you control to return one remove from play Skull Flame to its owner's graveyard. Move on to the next card, Skull Flame, level 8, Fire Zombie, 2600-2000. Once per turn, you can special summon one Burning Skull Head from your hand. You cannot conduct your battle phase the turn you activate this effect. You can add a Burning Skull Head from your graveyard to your hand instead of conducting a normal draw in your draw phase. And then the next level is Supersonic Skull Flame, Wind, level 10, Zombie, 2600-2000. This card cannot be normal summoned or set can only be special summoned by removing a Skull Flame in your graveyard from play. Once per turn, you can inflict 200 damage to your opponent for each Burning Skull Head in your graveyard. When this is sent to the field to the graveyard, you can special summon a Skull Flame from your graveyard. So they all work together, you know, as you see. Um, the Burning Skull Head, you banish it on the board on your own, and then you get your Skull Flame back from the banished zone to the graveyard. 
Skull Flame sets up the play to special summon Burning Skull Head to inflict 500 damage. And then you skip your attack phase, and then you could draw them. Supersonic Skull Flame, you remove the Skull Flame from the graveyard from play, so it has to be destroyed. And then you inflict 200 for each Skull Head in the graveyard. When this is destroyed, you special summon Skull Flame. So it's kind of like a cycle, right? The problem here is Skull Flame is a two-tribute monster where kind of like you need that Skull Flame on the board to set up the rest of the plays, but at the same time, it's a two-tribute summon. So, and, and in a lot of this, this, uh, group requires things to be destroyed already like the supersonic skull flame needs the skull flame in the graveyard which means it was destroyed or it was sacrificed for some means right so a lot of it is dependent on that it does a little bit of burn of course when you're bringing back those skull heads uh you're special summoning those skull heads for 500 each that's some burn um how do you get those skull heads back right you only have three of them in the deck and none of them really bring the skull head back. Oh, skull flame does. Skull flame, you get the skull head back from the graveyard. It's kind of continuous, but you're going to have to keep the skull flame alive. And then the supersonic skull flame kind of just gets in the way where it needs the skull flame in the graveyard to even be played. So it's kind of just clunking up the hand in the meantime. So, you know, like... You need that setup for that two tribute summon for this to whole all whole thing to work, and then you're gonna have to protect them or situationally destroy them for other means. It's very confusing, but it's a nice set of cards to have. Uh, you could probably throw in some other cards uh, to help you with it. Yeah, I don't know how this is gonna work, frankly. Like it's really confusing, but you've got this three set of cards. Um, yeah, that's what this dual card will give you. Three set of new cards um, of unknown significance, I guess. Alright, so the next topic is Axel Brody. We'll get back to his dual skills. Alright, let's talk about the dual skills in the order they appear in the menu. First one's Volcanic Force. Then they face up Tri-Blade Accelerator. You control to the graveyard. Play a Volcanic Doomfire from your deck. Hand or graveyard. This skill can only be used once per duel. This card's very. This skill is very similar to Akiza's Black Rose Gale, where the skill doesn't really do anything, but it makes the summon of the special summon of the monster a skill rather than a summon, so it can't be disrupted by um, like back row or a quick effect. This one also lets you bring the Doomfire back from the. Uh, hand or graveyard. I think normally it just comes from the deck or hand. Um, that's another benefit there. Of course, Volcanic Doomfire never really saw any play. It needs to win a battle to, to do some damage and all that stuff. So, really, you're just counting on the Volcanic Doomfire overwhelming your opponent in the first turn. Uh, otherwise, it has never really made an impact in the meta. And you're going to have to start off with the Tri-Blaze Accelerator for the skill to even be anything. So, um, not a very good skill. And, of course, it's just 
preventing the volcanic doomfire from getting hit by a floodgate or something. Next skill, volcanic burning deck. Very basic skill here. Beginning of the duel, add two volcanic shell, one volcanic doomfire, and a blaze accelerator and a tri-blaze accelerator into your deck. And then you use the following effects once per duel. You can add, after you activated Blaze Accelerator, you can add a Tri-Blaze Accelerator from your deck to your hand, deck or graveyard to your hand. And you could also, after you activated Tri-Blaze Accelerator, add Volcanic Doomfire from your deck or graveyard to your hand. So This is a very starter skill we saw with the um, Signers and also the XZ's decks, where they start you off with decks, kind of like free-to-play free-to-play skill where if you don't own those cards, you get to play with them. So it's a very beginner type thing. You could ultimately just skip this by running those cards in your deck, having fewer um, cards in your deck to increase consistency of drawing it. These beginner skills just kind of clunk up your deck and your ability to draw into your combos are reduced. Next skill is Reloading can be used by sending one or two fire monsters from your hand to the graveyard while you control a Blaze Accelerator card. Choose volcanic monsters from your deck equal to the number of cards you sent to the hand sent from your hand to the graveyard, send them to your graveyard. This skill can only be used once per duel. So all this does really is fill up the graveyard. Um, you could fill up four cards in your graveyard. You send two fire monsters from your hand to the graveyard. And you select two volcanics, and you also send them to the graveyard. So this could be useful for you know graveyard disposal. Sure, four cards is pretty decent. Um, we saw all those light sworn cards get nerfed, so it's useful for certain decks that require things in the graveyard. Now this is a very dependent skill though, which hurts it. You need those fire monsters, and then you also need volcanics in your deck, and you need that. Blaze Accelerator on the board. So, really, it's a nice disposal skill, but then it's clunked up by you having to run Volcanics and you having to play Blaze Accelerator in the first place. So, you know, this can't be used in any regular strategy to have a disposal engine. So, that kind of nixes it and makes it, you know, uh, more of a fun skill for those fire archetypes. Next skill is called Maximum Firepower. Until the end of the next turn, what return? No, and until the end of the turn, one Firepower monster you control gains 200 attack times the number of Firepower monsters in your graveyard. The skill can only be used once per turn and twice per duel. This is um, only useful in Firepower decks. Um, none of that's meta at the time, but makes a monster stronger. Um, Especially one of piercing. I think the Daya, I forget what it's called. One of the earliest cards. It's like. I don't remember what it's called, but Special Summons, like 2000 Attack, it does piercing, I think. And also Bonfire Colossus. All those old cards, those old Fire Pyro cards come into play, come to mind here. But. And they have. Yeah, and this is making me want to play Kickfire again. I'm not going to win any game with Kickfire, but this makes me want to play Kickfire. Anywho, next skill is Fight on the Front Lines. All Fire Power Monsters you control gain 200 attack and defense. Basic skill, um, 
that replaces a field spell. It's better than having a field spell because that could get removed from Cosmic Cyclone. So, basic skill, nice skill for fire decks. Fire Pyro decks specifically. Blaze Accelerator Reserve can be used by sending one or two volcanic monsters from your hand to the graveyard. Choose Blaze Accelerator cards from your deck or graveyard equal to the number of cards you sent from your hand to the graveyard. Add them to your hand. The skill can only be used once per duel. Okay, I guess a Blaze Accelerator is dependent on ditching cards, monsters from the hand to activate. So you're pretty much ditching your volcanic monsters to activate the skill, and that hurts the consistency overall of even using Blaze Accelerator. Not very good. Blaze Accelerator Recovery. Return up to three volcanic or three Blaze Accelerator cards from your graveyard to your deck. This could be used once per duel. This is just a catch-up card. Late game um, refill for your deck. Typically, you don't want to use your dual skill to play catch-up. I mean... Um, Destiny Draw is such a skill, but it it yields you an immediate return. This doesn't yield you anything. You just return those cards to your deck, and there's no follow-up. So you're going to have to... This is pretty bad, too. Like you need to get something out of your late-game catch-up skill, and this doesn't really do it. Blaze Accelerator Deployment. Turn one Blaze Accelerator you control into Tri-Blaze Accelerator. The skill can only be used once per turn and twice per duel. This is interesting because it saves you a deck slot. You don't have to run Tri-Blaze Accelerator... Kind of like the blue eyes skill, we turn into alternative blue eyes, so you save yourself a deck slot. You know, compared to some of those, on the some of these skills we just discussed, this one's decent. Finally, fire reload. This is the meta defining skill. You, if you have fire pyro monsters in your hand, return them to the deck, shuffle it, draw the same number of cards once per duel. This is defining the meta with invoked volcanic shells, elemental hero heat. All those cards reload your hand, and Volcanic Shell already has a tutoring effect, so it gives you a good, pretty good shot at getting invoked Purgatrio since the Volcanic Shell is already in the graveyard. So it's a great, great catch-up skill that's brought invoked back from its brief retirement. However, long that was the the couple week uh, retirement in which Noble Knights and Desperados dominated, invoked is back, and thanks to Fire Reload. So, you know, like, it's pretty cool. Axel comes into the game. We had no expectation. We we kind of expected the volcanic scattershot or something, some kind of volcanic thing to take over. But in the end, it was this fire reload bringing back Invoked that made Axel relevant. All the other skills aren't too relevant. Um, You know, the... The... Um, Blaze Accelerator stuff... I never really expected to do anything, but maybe there's some kind of fire pyro archetype down the line that's useful, and he'll he'll come back into consideration for that. But really, it's all about the fire reload right now and invoked. Okay, so we have two more new cards this week. One from Tour Guide Bingo. This one releases today, actually, and we get two copies of this card. I think one. We have one so far. I might get two. This one is Baby Tyragon. It's a Earth Dragon rank 1, 3 level 1 monsters, 900 attack, 900 defense. During your main phase 1, you can detach 1 Xyz material from this card. Target 1 level 1 monster you control. It can attack your opponent directly. 
This card's hidden in a chest in the dual world when you go pick up your free uh, gems or whatever, but I guess it's a mascot in uh, Zexal world somehow. But ranks, rank 1 XZ summoning is very niche. You have to build the whole deck around it because if you're just running level 1 monsters, you're not going to win a duel, right? So it has to be a specific special deck to even work for that. And you're going to try to swarm the board with level 1 monsters to get this monster off. And it's all going to be a combo. Like, that's the only way this deck is going to work. There's a card called Triangle Power where you could give your level 1 normal monsters uh, 2,000 attack and defense. So that's kind of the goal here. You're trying to boost those level 1 monsters. There's probably countless combos that would work for this. But it's all going to be very clunky. And you're trying to get some kind of one-turn kill off because this card will allow that monster to attack directly. So you're trying to... Um, I guess this could work for multiple monsters because you could detach two in the same turn and then give each monster a buff with the triangle power. So you could kind of buff two monsters and kill them with triangle powers. I guess that's kind of the play here, but very clunky. It's going to lose you a ton of games, but when it does succeed, it's going to be pretty cool and pretty exciting. Last card we get this week is from Pick a Gift Campaign. Randomly pick these cards, and we get one copy of Toon Goblin Attack Force. More love for Toons. Uh, just like Goblin Attack Force, Warrior Earth, four stars, twenty three hundred attack zero defense. It's considered a Toon type. Cannot attack the turn it is summoned. If Toon World is on the field, is destroyed. Destroy this card. While you control Toon World and your opponent controls no Toon monsters, this card can attack your opponent directly. If it attacks, it's changed to defense at the end of the battle phase, and its battle position cannot be changed until the end phase of your next turn. Yeah, this card, pretty much the same as Goblin Attack Force, and as a Toon. It switches to defense for two turns, and then it hits for 2300. Um... We have better Toon Monsters that can ramp monsters onto the board, I believe. So if you look at the different Toon Monsters in Duel Links, let's see what we got here. We have uh, Blue Eyes Toon Dragon. That one doesn't special summon monsters, though. I think the Dark Magician one does. Toon Dark Magician. You can special summon a Toon Monster from your deck, except for Dark Magician, so you could kind of just chain that onto the board. Um, Toon Barrel Dragon. That's the Barrel Dragon effect, so I guess that doesn't count. The Dark Magician Girl, maybe? Toon Dark Magician Girl. I don't know, but overall... I guess you could consider it as a Toon Monster into your deck, but I guess it works because you're just going for that one-turn kill and hitting 2300 is good enough if you have other monsters. So, yeah, you might as well include this in your Toon deck. Um, but you do definitely want the consistency of those other better Toon Monsters that do special summon monsters onto the board and get attacks off. This one could just be a secondary piece in that deck. Alright, so that is it. Upcoming news, late December, 
Duelist Chronicles 5Ds, Attack of the Dark Signers, New UR Majestic Red Dragon, New Skill for Usain Jack, and then the Dual Links Mission Research, New SR card called Curse of Darkness. Um, they have this whole four-year anniversary thing going on for Dual Links. There's leaks of a new structure deck, EX, with the same blue ice cards as we have normally, so I'm not really sure what that entails, but we'll learn more about that in the coming weeks. That is it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. You can listen and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Just search the Dual Assessment. All these notes are on the dualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me if anything at the Dual Assessment at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter, dual underscore assessment, or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. All right. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time. <laughs>